Welcome back to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. You guys, today's episode is going to be the meat and potatoes kind of episode. I mean, we're not talking about pie in the sky, something that's unrelatable, overall philosophies of homeschooling. Today, we're going to be diving into something really practical and real, which is homeschool anger. I mean, you might be sitting there saying, I never feel angry. Homeschooling is just like a big, warm, fuzzy hug all the time. I'm just happy and comfortable and cozy and I just feel great. Well, I am so happy that is you. And you know what? Send me a message because you probably need to be featured on my podcast. But for the rest of us that feel like, you know, our days are a little less glamorous, that we're less like a cozy sweater, or a cup of tea and we're more like a piece of play-doh being squished and molded into shapes that we just probably shouldn't be squished into then this one's for you okay so if you have coffee if you have tea if you have some sort of energy shake this is going to be the time to grab that bear with me and pull up your big girl panties because today it's going to be real okay so let's get started Now, when I introduce a new topic, I really like to define it. So I feel like we need to start with a very simple definition of our main points. Now, our main point is we're talking about homeschool anger. With that kind of comes along homeschool impatience. Generally, anger stems from impatience, though not always. There are other reasons and motivators and triggers that we will be talking about today. But, but you know, impatience, anger, those are kind of our main topics. So, so what are they? Just in case you weren't familiar with what is homeschool anger, maybe you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know. I actually don't know. Am I like, am I like within normal range? Am I a little excessive? Do I struggle with this? Is this the podcast for me? Well, I'll, let me help you out. I'll give you some examples of homeschool anger and that's just going to help you identify. Now, for the safety of all of us involved, we're just going to use anonymous no-name examples, okay? These are hypothetical situations and may or may not have happened, okay? So I'm just, I'm just going to leave it there because I just feel like it's easier to look at your face the next time we go to homeschool conventions if we just, if we just keep it at that safe spot. So that's the safe spot. Now, now homeschool anger, what that might look like is impatience. So it could start off with you trying to read with your child. (sighs) I hate reading with my kids. I'm not even going to lie. Like a good mom would be would would enjoy that. They'd be like, reading with my child is such a bonding experience. I'm not, yeah, it is a bonding experience. Absolutely. Every time I read with them, I don't ever regret it. It's not like I go away and I'm like, that was the worst experience ever. And let me clarify, I'm not talking about reading to my children. I'm talking about them doing the reading. Okay. I like reading to my children. You all gather around and I'm just going to take sips of coffee and use funny voices. I actually really enjoy it. But, but having my, my six-year-old and my nine-year-old read to me is like, very frustrating. Okay. So in an example like this with the unknown people that we're not going to name, then what starts to happen is that, that the longer they take, and the more that they struggle with the same words over and over that you've already told them 10, 10 times in like in the past 30 seconds, then you can just feel it rising. You can feel it mounting. It's like the, the frustration starts to mount, okay? The impatience. It's like you're thinking of all the other things that you have to do. Meanwhile, you also have other children who come up to you and are like whining at your legs and asking for snacks. And let's 
also throw in there because we're talking about real life right now, the fighting. I don't know about you, but we've had like minus 50 with wind chill up here. And um, so my kids are trapped inside the, the coffin of our home, which is what it feels like these days because the fighting is astronomical and it never ends. Okay. They're fighting about everything. Everything is irritating to everybody. So, so this fighting happening, there's whining happening, there's snacks and hungry and, and melting down. And meanwhile, you're trying to read with this child and they can't find out the word and they're distracted and they're looking around them and it's mounting and it's mounting and it's mounting and it's mounting and it's almost lunchtime and your phone is ringing and somebody's at the door and it's like just the more things that are thrown at you or the pressure of okay we got to get out the door because we got swimming lessons or we got co-op or we got you know a meeting or we've got this or we got that or we have to go grocery shopping we got to get this done you guys we got to get this done Okay, hopefully in all of this, you're hearing maybe something that maybe applies to you. And if not, then then I am so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. But th- these things are real for me, these pressures. And as these kind of pressures mount, sometimes in the hypothetical world of situations with that, you know, other person out there that we're not naming, um, sometimes what happens is all of that pressure mounts into anger. Okay. So they get, they get mad. They explode. It's like, it's like a volcano. It just kind of keeps packing down, packing down. It's simmering. It's simmering until there's so much pressure and you just feel like you can't breathe. The person feels like they can't breathe. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you explode. Okay. There may be some yelling involved. I, I don't know. I don't know what happens in those situations clearly, but, but yelling and frustration and and then sometimes, oh, cleaning is a worse because it's it's the pressure mounting, right? So all of those things have already happened. And then it's like you try to do something and you can't find what you're looking for. And and sorry, I'm, I'm moving my hands a lot right now. And it's just disorganization. And you're, you're, you're realizing that your house is a mess and you got to get ready and no one can find what they're looking for. And then you just go on to a tangent. You're like, we're not doing school. We're going to clean our whole house from top to bottom. And you guys are just, you know, everything I bought is just used and and disrespected and there may have been some moments in the hypothetical person's life today that resembled something like that because the hypothetical person bought two boxes of pencils the hypothetical person has proof of that on an instagram story where they showed the two pencils and the the cart full of like five hundred dollars of staples equipment and now the two boxes of pencils are gone so that that may or may not have prompted like a, a a discussion about uh, the fact that everything that this person buys is just destroyed and you know so anyways sometimes in scenarios like that things like that happen so that is in case just just everyone needed a seven minute definition to make sure we're on the same page that's the kind of situations that we're talking about okay so first of all you have to know If you are in that situation today, right now, and this is like your mommy break and you're like stuffing chocolate in your mouth, you need to hear right now that you are not alone. You're not. And there's lots of hypothetical mamas out there that choose to not be named that are like, yeah, uh uh-huh, like every day or every second day or once a month, okay? (laughs) 
sometimes anger cyclical. I don't, I don't know how that happens, but sometimes it is. So, so these things are real life. And this isn't just homeschooling. This is mom life. This is the chaos of being a parent, but add homeschooling to it. There's even more pressure. There's even more weight on your shoulders and there's even more required of you. So the first thing, the number one thing when you are taking your notes that you need to write down is I am not alone. Okay, so you can stop like shaming yourself and considering yourself as like a failure and you should just put your kids in school because if you think that a teacher doesn't struggle with impatience or frustration, okay, they might have to be a little more professional about it. But the reality is, is that your kids are going to face this no matter where they go. They may as well get used to it. Okay, they're going to have frustrated um, and, and, and very dynamic conversations and discussions with bosses, with people that disagree with them. I disagree, quite frankly, with the fact that my kids use my house as their personal stomping grounds and their litter box and their just, just whatever, throw everything everywhere and destroy and lose everything I have. I disagree with those life choices that they've made. And so sometimes those come up in our, in our discussions with one another, very philosophical, Okay, and very um, calm for the most part. So we're just going to move on to the next thing that you're going to write on your list. Number two thing that you need to write on your list right now, because we're making little lists of like notes because I don't want to make notes. You know, some people make show notes for their podcast. If you want to make show notes for me, come on over. You can make show notes and we'll share them with the world, but I'm going to go to bed after this and I'm going to sleep. Okay, so number two thing that you need to write down is where is this anger coming from? You have to identify the anger before you're ever going to be able to deal with it. You can't create strategies and tools and risk management and and emotional crutches for whatever when you feel it rising if you don't even know when or what is happening. You have to figure out what what are your triggers? What is pushing you into anger? What things are, are causing you to be angry? And, and those are the moments that when you're listening to your child read or no one's listening to you or everyone's goofing off and the phone is ringing and every time you talk on the phone, you come back and no one's doing what you want them to do and no one's focused and you feel disrespected. Why are you angry? That was a permanent, like, or that was a, I chose to pause there, FYI. Sometimes I feel like we need that. Why are you angry? Sometimes I feel like I am angry because I feel disrespected. Because I feel like I say the same things over and over and no one cares. It's not a good feeling. Nobody likes to feel like they are being ignored. Especially when you're in a position of authority and leadership, you want people to respect your authority and leadership. Now, our kids would respect somebody else's authority and leadership a whole lot more than they respect ours, but we do not have that luxury and neither do our children. And let me tell you now that when you feel frustrated, you feel like they're going to learn better with someone else. Yeah, they probably will. But what service is that doing to them? Do they have the option of deciding who they're going to receive from from the rest of their life? Do they get to choose only the people that that they deem worthy? Or are they going to be forced to listen to people that they don't actually find all that that exciting and be forced to, to listen to people that maybe they don't even always agree with? We don't have the right or the opportunity for a lot of things to choose who is going to be the person that is speaking. And the people closest to us are the least glamorous to us. 
okay? My husband, somebody else can say something. I, <laughs> someone else can say something to my husband. I can say something to my husband. My husband somehow actually does not even hear the words I say. He kind of says, yeah, and we even will talk about it. I feel like he's hearing the words I say. But then when somebody else says it, it's like, oh my goodness, this person told me something and it just so spoke to me. And I'm like, by the way, my husband doesn't talk at all like that. I like to use voices, okay? So so I'm like, babe, I said that to you like three days ago, okay? I said that to you like an hour ago. Like, it's usually not an hour, but sometimes, sometimes I feel like I could do that. I feel like I could say something and then he could hear it on the radio, like the next breath, and somehow he would hear it from someone else better. That's just reality. But do I get to choose? Does he get to choose whether or not he's going to hear from me? Do, well, okay question because yeah he does apparently (laughs) but seriously you guys so so first of all if that is your reason if that is one of the things that is a trigger for you you have to 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 identify that and you have to understand it and you have to give yourself permission to feel that way first and foremost you can't just like crush it you can't just say well I shouldn't be angry well what good is that doing you you are angry for a reason. Why are you angry? You feel disrespected. So are you just going to say, well, too bad. This is my life. I just have to suck it up. No, you're going to acknowledge the fact that you are angry for actually a good reason. Yeah, your kids are goofing off and destroying your house and it is ticking you off. It's ticking me off. Okay, I'm done with it. And sometimes my kids need a good gentle discussion about the way they treat me and my home. Okay. So, so you have to identify, you also have to validate the fact that you are probably feeling something, whether it is, it is valid or not. The emotion is what you are feeling. You can't ignore it. You cannot ignore it. The anger is a symptom and you have to figure out why before you can ever deal with it. You can never stop the cycle of anger if you don't identify where it's coming from. You have to find the source. You have to. So, okay, that's just one example. There's so many other examples of of why you might be angry. Impatience is one of them. That's why I've kind of tied those together. And and partly for me, it is because I am such a fast person. I mean, listen to my podcast. I talk like a whirlwind, okay? I love to talk fast. I also think really fast. I process really fast. When my husband is talking, I have thought 10 steps ahead of him. It drives him crazy. But I know everything he's saying within a couple words. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. Can we move on? I am a very fast paced thinker and I'm a fast paced doer and I like to be doing and I like to be, you know, that's just me. So my personality mixed with sometimes my kids, my children's personalities, or just the fact that they're learning, it's a lot slower of a process than I would like it to be. Okay. I would like it if we could learn this once and be done with it. I mean, that would make me feel really happy, but that's not the reality of my life. That's not the reality of education. Education is not like that. It's not a one time, boom, I said it to you and now forever it's in the vault. Okay. Unfortunately, there ain't no vault. The vault is like, you got to dig a trench. That's the vault. Instead of like some little safe where you just put a little nugget, a gold nugget in there and you're like, there, it's sealed forever. Instead, we're like digging trenches, okay? It's like a river. We're just gonna flow through this little vein, this little portal of information 8 
billion miles forever and ever and ever. And we're going to keep coming all through here. And eventually, there's going to be a trench. We're just going to embed it within your brain. And one day, you'll remember it. It'll come back to you. I mean, it might be a little dry. It might be a little... But eventually, okay? We, we have sown the seed so many times that it, it must take root. That's education. Okay, just in case you were wondering, just in case you were like, hey, why does nothing stick? This is frustrating. That's actually because that's the way that we learn. Okay, we're more like rivers than vaults. And I don't know where we'd ever, maybe I should write a book, rivers rather than vaults. And, and it's a very convoluted little, little analogy, but there you have it. Okay, so we have to identify if it's impatience. We have to identify if it is, you know, stemming from feeling disrespected, which that is that is something that probably needs to be addressed. But there are so many other reasons. One of the more common ones is anger is most often a reaction of either fear or lack of control. And so if you are feeling, when, when you're finding that you're getting angry, if it's because you have somewhere to be in 40 minutes, if it's because someone's coming over and your house is a mess, if it's because you're thinking of all the things you have to do, I got to get dinner started, I got to do this, I got to do that, so-and-so needs me, all the kids need me. If that pressure is what is your trigger, then what that means is that you are actually feeling out of control. You are feeling out of control and it's making you essentially panic and you're fight or flight. So you could either be the person that was like, ah, and go cry and, and sit in your closet or your room or your bathroom. And I'm not going to say I don't do that. Sometimes I do sometimes, but it's actually pretty rare. For the most part, I'm a fighter. I'm like, ah. <laughs> okay, there's the, ah, and then there's the, ah. okay, I'm like the latter. So sometimes in the hypothetical word that we're talking about, the hypothetical um, so it's fight or flight. And I, I have always been the way that I am. And some of you guys are going to be like, no, I'm the one crying in the bathroom. But others are like, no, that primarily that's what I do. I, my response is I'm not coping. I'm not coping. I'm not coping. I'm not coping. And the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. And to deal with it, I need to do something drastic because I'm out of control right now. I feel like I can't do everything I need to do. Things aren't going on track. And so you're trying to reel it all back. You're trying to just grab it and like grab it by the reins and like force everything into submission. And that is the way that you're handling it. So we can deal with the anger. We can deal with that impatience. We can deal with that reaction. But really what we what we have to do first is once we identify where it's coming from and what our triggers are, then we need to start figuring out when we're feeling that rising, how can we manage that? A couple of the triggers I want to mention quickly, and then we'll talk about management because my goodness, it's going to be a long night, is that another trigger would be like what I kind of alluded to was your cycle. Okay. Like let's, let's be real. Hormones are a real thing. And depending on where you are, whether you are pregnant, whether you've had a baby and you're struggling with postpartum depression, whether it's a certain time of the month, um, there's so many reasons that your cycle is or your hormones are causing you to get a little frustrated and be more impatient. It's not impossible to to have victory over that, you guys. It is not impossible to have victory over that. 
oftentimes our hormones are way worse because of our diet, because we're drinking too much coffee, because we're not getting good sleep. Our body needs more rest at those times of the month. And yet those are the times that somehow end up being a ton of pressure for us. So, so it's not impossible. You can't just say, well, it's my hormones. It's out of my control. No, it is in your control. And there are all sorts of different natural supplements and vitamins and minerals that are proven to help regulate and and smooth things out. Sugar is a huge one. Sugar is proven to make those things worse. I know that's what we crave. I I just ate a chocolate bar. Okay. But I'm just saying that there are still things you can do. Even if that is what your trigger is, you can identify that you can deal with that and you can manage that instead of just being at the whim of your hormones and your, your emotions. Another thing is just self-care. Like whether or not it's, it's hormonal or whether or not it is just, you haven't been taking care of yourself. So yeah, you're angry because you went to bed at 2am and you got up at seven. I mean, that's not enough sleep. Or maybe you've been doing that for a long period of time. You have to sleep. We actually need it to live. Okay. This isn't like you should pamper yourself with sleep. No, um, you should sleep so you can survive. Because if you don't survive, then there ain't no homeschooling happening. So this is kind of an important one. It's just, it's kind of critical and you can't ignore it. And if you've been ignoring it, then stop ignoring it and get your butt to bed. I mean, I had on my schedule to go to bed at 1030 tonight. Possibly I might've even said 11 and tried to be realistic. Yet that's not going to be happening probably until one. So, you know, we have to start being serious. Because if you want to be the kind of homeschool mom that, that is more relaxed and gentle and has that patience with your kids and you have a well to pour out from on your family, then you have to take care of yourself. You have to. Um, another self-care thing, food. Are you eating? Like seriously, I'm the worst for this. Like I don't eat breakfast ever, ever, ever. Sometimes I don't even eat lunch. And then it's like two, three o'clock and I'm, you know, emotional and I'm frustrated and I'm not coping with things. Well, maybe my body's just in starvation mode and it just needs some food because my blood sugar is all over the place because I have no consistency with what I put in my mouth. So maybe it's food, maybe it's diet. I mean, there's so many triggers, you guys. So identifying first, why? Because once we identify why now, we can start to say, okay, I know my triggers. And now I'm, I'm going to start identifying, okay, my life is really busy this week. So I know this is going to be a rough week for me. So what strategies and tools can I put into place to help me manage this, to help me, to help me identify where I'm at in my emotions. And before I get to that red zone, I'm going to, I'm going to do something. This is what I'm going to do, or that's what I'm going to do. And, and literally create like a strategy, little kids who struggle with emotions and struggle with, um, controlling their emotions in schools, in therapies, different things they do is they literally create a little number grid and they go to this little emotional corner and they have little things like journals and light therapy and different things that they, they do to soothe themselves, to calm, to get their head out of their anger. And then they, they, um, they oh, say, I'm losing my train of thought because maybe I'm lacking sleep. Um, anyways, they identify, often they identify their emotions on a color scale. Okay. I'm green. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm, I'm blue. I'm sad. I'm red. I'm angry. And so where are you on this? And, and they start to just be more aware of their emotions. We have to be aware of our emotions. As moms, we need to be aware of our emotions. Where are we at? And at at all times, if we start to feel that gauge rising, that pressure, that tightness in our chest, that weight in our shoulders, that 
If we're feeling that rising, then that is a sign that, that, okay, we're dealing with some triggers here. So what are you going to do about that? If your trigger is that you're feeling disrespected, stop what you're doing. Don't try to keep going. Don't try to keep like talking on the phone. Your kids are goofing off and you're getting angry. I've got to go. I'm sorry. I've got to deal with this and deal with your kids. And if it is that they're not doing what they're supposed to do, you need to have a talk with your kids. You need to stop and identify the problem and deal with it. If it is that your house is a mess and you're disorganized, stop doing school. Organize your house. I feel like that's going to help you feel more in control of things. If it is that you are, you know, not taking care of yourself, well, maybe when you're feeling those triggers, maybe you just need to go eat something and take a little break. Like seriously, there's no point you continuing and getting angry and your kids crying or, or you're just derailing your day. They're not actually going to learn anything in that environment. They're not, they're not going to retain it because you raise your voice. They're not going to retain it because you are getting angry. In fact, they shut down because all they're focused on now is the fact that they've disappointed you. All they're focused on now is the fact that they're failing you or that you are angry at them. That's all they see. So why do we push past that? Why do we try to like keep the homeschool day happening? Instead, we need to identify what's happening here. What can I do about it? Take a step back, take a breather, go for a little recess, send the kids outside, just not into minus 50. They could die, but you know what I mean? Find something and breathe and work your way through it. Figure out what you can do to switch things up with yourself and then go and try again. You guys, this is so important. Anger is a real thing. There's nobody that doesn't feel angry. Jesus felt angry, okay? There is nobody that does not feel angry. It's not wrong to feel angry. But how are we dealing and coping with our anger? I have to throw this in there. I know that I have a lot of people that follow me that are not Christians. But seriously, the number one thing, the number one thing is are you filling up your well with with spending time with God? Because I'm sorry, but when I try to dig into the well of who I am by self-care, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to sleep really well. I'm going to organize my day. I'm going to have a clean house. I'm going to plan everything out. I'm going to follow my schedule. Oh, I can do all the right things, you guys. And I can have the worst days in my life. Because on my own, I kind of suck. On my own, I am not the best mom. I'm not the most patient. I'm not the most fun. I'm, I'm lazy. I need him first and foremost before anything else. Stop what you're doing. Go spend some time praying. Ask him for help. Don't try to do it all on your own. Spend time in prayer. Spend time doing devotion. Spend time in the word. Meditate on scripture. Take the time to do those things and you are going to find more freedom from a cycle of anger and frustration and impatience in your homeschool. And you know what? Better yet, include your kids in that because if they are disrespecting you by not listening, by not following through, by destroying your house, by considering this whole learning thing a joke and not respecting your time or or your energy or everything you're pouring into this or your money or the work that you're doing, then, then they need some Jesus too, okay? They need to spend some time in prayer. They need the Holy Spirit to change them. I need the Holy Spirit to change me. My kids absolutely need the Holy Spirit to change them because they came for me. So we're all just kind of these imperfect messes and we all need him every day in order to get through this day in this like little prison of our home right now because we can't go outside.
So I'm going to let that be that. It's almost 30 minutes. I don't like to keep you guys too long because you all are going to go and, and keep homeschooling your kids, right? But I did feel like I wanted to pop on. I did feel like this message needed to be said. I did feel like, um, that we need to talk about this and that we need to talk about real solutions and strategies. I would love to give you a whole bunch more strategies than this. Like if you guys want, okay, let's identify where is my anchor coming from and what are some strategies to deal with it. I will put a list on the blog post that this is going to be connected to. So that's homeschoolon.com. Go there. I will try to have some listener notes. They may not even be accurate. It's like midnight now. So it's going to be what it is. But I will also put some 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 typical things that, that make you kind of frustrated as well as strategies. We need strategies. And if you have a strategy, if you're like, okay, I totally hear all this. I have found some breakthrough in this area of my life. And this is how I've broken through. Please come and share. Please come and comment on that blog post because there's other moms out there that do not have their breakthrough. And they are just drowning. Be someone's life. Raft. I said that on a Facebook post this week and just made me chuckle. But seriously, be someone's life raft. Like I do not have all the answers and I cannot be everyone's life raft. But you sitting there, you have them something to offer. Even if you still struggle with it, even if you still feel like you're in the trenches of it. Uh, by the way, we all are. Okay. This is like just life with children. But if you, even if you're in that place, you still have things to offer, share, come share. Let's be a community of moms that encourage, support one another and all contribute to helping and lifting one another up in this. All right. That's all I have. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing homeschool week. Next week, I have such a special guest. I'm going to be talking about Julie Bogart's new book. I'm so excited to share with you guys um, some of my insights, but more importantly, to interview her. Like, I'm just so honored. She's going to be on my podcast. You're definitely going to want to tune in next week. And if you guys like my podcast, if you like what you hear, if you're like, ah, man, you're funny, whatever, then seriously, please subscribe. Please subscribe to me, iTunes or Stitcher. And if you have a few seconds, give me a little ranking, give me a little star rating a little comment, whatever. Those things help this be seen by more people because the more people that can hear this, that can see this, the more people we can get my message across to, the more people I can help and encourage and support. So I would love for you to partner with me in that. And there's a little perk if you subscribe, you're also gonna get these directly to your computer or your phone so you don't have to go searching for them every week. You'll get a little notification, okay? So I would love to have you subscribe and otherwise I will talk to you guys again next week, hopefully on Monday this time. Keep calm and homeschool on.